Hi, and welcome to the Authentically ADHD Podcast with your host, me, Marin Iris. I am an early childhood special education teacher. I have ADHD, and I'm an ADHD life coach. I'm here because my goal is to teach as many people the latest research, give you tips, tricks, and hacks to help you make your life easier and better to live with ADHD. I want you to make things work for you and not to create more work for you. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey friend, this is just a reminder to you that I am an early childhood teacher and a coach for ADHD, and I'm an ADHD. I am not a doctor, so if you need to seek help because you resonate with the topics that I'm talking about in this episode, I urge you to please, please see your doctor or seek out a psychologist or a psychiatrist or somebody who is licensed to help you. Because again, I'm a coach, not a doctor, and I want to stay in my lane. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Authentically ADHD. This is a special episode because we are talking about getting organized, and this is going to be a workshop-style episode. So I hope you're ready to dig in to the executive functions, how we can make adjustments to our environment, how we can make adjustments to our tasks, to make them work for us instead of more work for us. During the duration of this episode, I will introduce myself with and about me and introduce kind of what we're doing today. Um, I will talk about mindset, uh, then we'll go through executive functions and the executive function assessment, then evaluate and reflect on the results, And then I will go through how you can create interventions and I will leave links in for free coaching calls that you can sign up for. Getting organized is really difficult when you have ADHD. Especially during times like right now, you might be transitioning to go back to school or like me, you might be transitioning to go back to work as I am a teacher. And it's really important to start priming your brain to get it ready so that the transition's easier and so that while you're going through the transition, you're able to easier manage your emotions, regulate your attention, and control your impulses a little bit easier than when, you know, we don't practice these things. For example, about two weeks before work started, I started 
changing my bedtime routine and making it earlier because it can't be what it is in the summertime because I am staying up later and I need to get up earlier during the school year to do the things that I need to do to be ready for the day in order to manage myself and my ADHD throughout the day and be the best teacher that I can be. So first I'm going to take you through a, an executive functions list. Then we're gonna go through a, an executive function assessment and then we're gonna reflect on them. We are gonna try to make adjustments to the environment or the task and we're gonna talk about different ways to do this. So are you ready? Let's get started. A little bit about me, the podcast host of Authentically ADHD. I am Carmen Irace. I am the CEO of Authentically ADHD Coaching with Carmen. I am a certified life coach. I'm a early childhood special education teacher, and I'm the host of the Authentically ADHD podcast. I created this space to inform and educate more people about ADHD. It's not an attention regulation disorder. It's a regulation disorder. It doesn't just have to do with attention. And my goal is to reach as many ADHDers out there as a late diagnosed ADHDer trying to make her way through life. I am here to share the latest research with you, help you along your journey, and hopefully make some friends along the way. So let's get started. First, we're going to talk about mindset. Why, you ask? Well, because our brains are powerful. So we truly believe in what we are doing and how and why we are doing it. Because situations cause thoughts whether they're conscious or unconscious, those thoughts elicit emotions. Those emotions drive our action or inaction, which takes us to our results. So if you come to a situation and your thought is, I can't do this, your emotions are going to be negative, most likely. Think about it. I can't do this. There's not enough time. I'm never going to be able to get this done. How am I going to do this all? Who do I think that I am trying to do this? Those thoughts bring about emotions of shame, un unable, and um, just a little bit of kind of me feeling like inadequate. So I don't think that those emotions are going to drive positive action in order to get me the results that I want, right? So it's not that we change our situation. It's that we reframe our thoughts about the situation. So when I ask you, how good are you at managing yourself? And you say, I can never, I will never be able to learn how to manage myself. Well, then this workshop is kind of pointless because the thoughts that are needed to go through this are, I'm willing to make a change in some areas of my life in order to create better results for myself. That's what I had to say to me. So what do you have to say to you to really truly understand and really truly want to better yourself? Because that's 
how we do what we want to do. We reframe our thoughts. And the goal is not to feel good all the time. Being productive doesn't feel good. Being productive is actually quite annoying. Being productive is exhausting. I was quite productive this week and I'm very proud of what I got done, but I'm feeling quite hungover today on this Saturday. I'm feeling quite hungover with emotion, overwhelm, overwork, and just the feelings of exhaustion. And usually that's a little bit of how we feel, which is why we build in rest, which is probably why this podcast won't be released when I want it to be, but that's fine because I'm accepting that I have ADHD and that that is going to happen because our executive functions are weaker than the typical brain. They just are. It's not fair. It's not right, but that's how it is. That's how our brains work. So how about we learn to work with our brains instead of making more work for ourselves? So are you ready? Let's dive in. First, I'm going to go over the executive function areas, and then I'm going to go into the assessment. I'm not going to read the entire assessment, do you? I am going to link it in the show notes. I'm going to link it in the bio underneath so that you can click on it and you can take it and listen to this as you're doing it. You can print it out. You can write down the numbers, but all you really need are the numbers that correspond with the certain executive function area that you're in. This will make a lot more sense when you see the visual. So what are executive functions? First, we have response inhibition. That's your impulse control. That stop and think before you do or say or buy or drink or smoke or whatever it is. That's response inhibition. Stopping and thinking before doing. Thinking about future you. Working memory. This is where we need to remember information and hold it in our brain either while using it or to use it in the near future. It's not, it doesn't work well in our brains. This is why you go downstairs or go upstairs or go into a room and you forgot why you went in there. Emotional control. This is also known as emotional regulation. We are, as ADHDers, not self, we are not able to self-assess very well. We are not very self-aware. So controlling and regulating our emotions is difficult because identifying them is, a, is difficult. Now, I have a lot of, I have a few podcasts about how you can get more control over your emotions and how you can manage them a little bit more. So you can scroll back for those. The next one is task initiation. This involves starting and finishing a said task, like putting the laundry in the washer and then in the dryer and then folding it and putting it away. That's task initiation. Sustained attention helps us with task initiation by helping us keep our attention on the present task without getting distracted. How many of you have issues with distraction? Yeah, me too. You're going along, you're doing one thing, and you're like, oh, but I really need to do this thing. And then all of a sudden an hour has gone by and you didn't get the thing that you wanted to get done done, but you got two other unimportant things done. 
This also goes along with the planning and prioritizing of things. When we don't stick to our plans, when we use our executive, executive brains to prioritize, we end up completing things that we don't want to complete. Our planning and prioritizing impacts our organization of time or our management of our mind within the concept of time. Saying, I have enough time to do this and staying in reality, not positive, like toxic positive thinking, none of that. The next one is flexibility. This has to do with task switching. This has to do with um, transitioning during the day, seasonal transitions, life transitions, flexibility of when plans suddenly change. I fly off the handle sometimes. Do you? <laughs> organization of your stuff. This is organization of maybe your desktop, the notebooks, the pens, the piles of paper, maybe the organization of your garage, your attic, your basement. It can also be the organization of the stuff on your computer digitally. Can you not see your desktop picture because you have so much on there because you don't save things into folders? Do you back up your phone so that it doesn't use all the memory on there? Yeah. Goal-directed persistence. This is something that helps us get long-term goals done. So the fact that we keep persisting to get a long-term goal done, usually this has to do with work tasks or projects, things that are done quarterly that we have to do and chip away at little by little. But sometimes those things, because they take a while, we lose interest in them and we tend to forget about them. So we have to continue to schedule them. And the last one is stress tolerance or frustration tolerance, meaning the more that's kind of piled onto your plate, how do you respond to frustrating events and stressful events that happen in everyday life? So the next step of this is the assessment. There are like about three questions under each of these executive functions, and you're going to answer the question according to the number and then you're gonna add up those three numbers to a total. There are items and they say things like, I don't jump to conclusions. I think before I speak, I make sure that I have all the facts before I take action. You need to rate yourself one, strongly disagree, to six, strongly agree. The key is at the end and it tells you which questions correspond with which um, executive function. Notice how there's only three lines under strengths and weaknesses. Please only pick two, maybe three. I highly encourage you to start with two and I'll explain after I've given you some time to do the assessment. Some keynotes to keep in mind while you're doing the assessment before you evaluate and reflect on your results is to think about yourself across all domains, all areas, situations, places, people, those types of things. Make sure you really, really think about it. We want to be specific here because otherwise we can't, we can't, our ADHD brains have a really hard time with broad ideas. So I'm going to improve my time management. 
doesn't make sense to the ADHD brain. We have to put it out into steps and we have to know that our brain's going to resist it and that we need to troubleshoot with those emotions. We need to shift and we need to reframe our thoughts so we can use a different fuel of emotion to drive a better action to create the results that we want. All right, time to reflect. First, I love to reflect on your strengths. What are you good at? Did you have any aha moments? How do you use this skill at work? How do you use this skill at home? How important is this skill to you? And take a minute to celebrate yourself in where you are strong. Because all of us have strengths and weaknesses or places that we can improve. But it's important to celebrate your strengths because our brains have that negativity bias. So please, celebrate your strengths first. Then move on to the how can I improve. How do these two or three skills affect you at work or at home or both? How important is this skill? This question will help you constrain down to one to two and maybe three if you really want to challenge yourself skills to um, improve on and to create intervention action plans for. Can you change the task or environment to enable you to utilize this skill more or in a better way? Really think about this as you're picking them out. As an adult with ADHD, you are going to have a really hard time estimating what you have the capacity to do. It leads us to believe we can do more than reality allows. So you need to please, please, please stay grounded in reality. We cannot choose to fix six different areas of our brain. It's just not how it works. So the ones that I am working on right now are task initiation and working memory. So think about ways that you could maybe use things, ways you can for me, for task initiation, I do a lot of changing of my task. I change where I do it. I change the way that I do it. I change the time of day that I do the task in order to help me start it. I also use motivators, things that I know will get me motivated. For working memory, I've started writing things down and putting them in my phone randomly and literally just on my phone on a day so that I remember to even just put it in my calendar at the right time on the right day. Because otherwise, I overbook myself. I just did this last week. I overbooked myself. I missed a doctor's appointment and a coaching call because I overscheduled myself. And I didn't account for the extra hours at work and so on and so forth. So please stay grounded in reality and remember that intervention and action plans like this are ways that we self-improve and stay lifelong learners. This is how we can, can improve ourselves in our personal lives, just like you may do at work. This word intervention is scary, I know. It does sound like intervention, like, you know, 
no, we're not addicted to drugs. I'm not putting an intervention on you. We are, it's, think of it as an action plan, something we're going to put in place to help you. I also have this sheet for you to print. This will also be linked down below and you'll use this one sheet for each executive function that you scored low in and that you want to improve. Again, I repeat here that I suggest that you pick two to three. We do not have the capacity to do much more. If you have a full-time job and children, I suggest you pick one. If you have a full-time job and no kids, you can maybe do two. If you are at home right now trying to get a job, I mean, maybe you can pick three, but you need to just really make sure that you are picking the two that are the most important. Also, make sure you are specific, as specific as possible. What are you doing? Where will you be doing it? When? What time? And why? Define what done looks like. What does done look like? What does it look like to improve this skill? What will you be able to do? What will you be able to produce? And then make sure you find a meaningful why. Why is it important to you to improve this skill? Why is it important to you to get better at whatever it is that you chose? And then really break it down in the ways that you can do it. Can you put supports into your environment? Can you change the environment? Can you change the skill? Can you change the tasks that are involved with this skill? Ask yourself some of those questions and go through the intervention plan. Please put any questions that you have in the comment box or you can DM me on Instagram. You can connect with me on Facebook and on TikTok. Just go to my website, authenticallyadhd.org, and you can find all my website handles there. I really hope that this workshop-style episode helped you out. I will have another episode out. I am going to tell you now that I am going to be doing episodes bi-weekly instead of weekly. After assessing my own... Uh, executive functions and assessing and reevaluating my own capacity, I'm learning that during the school year, bi-weekly is what I can do in rea reality. It's, it's what I can do to put out the best episodes that I can for you guys. So instead of weekly, my episodes will now be bi-weekly. As always, stay authentic and I will talk to you soon. Hi friend, do you struggle with ADHD? Are you looking for a fabulous community to join to learn more about your ADHD and give, be given strategies, courses, and a coach? You should join Focused. Head to my show notes and click that link and we both get a credit to our account. You get money off, I get money off, and Lord knows ADHDers need to save money. So head to that link if you want to join today.